this is more than just, you know, women who feel like they can't take care of, you know, children and, 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 and making that really hard, tough decision about getting an abortion. Like, this is about to affect, like you said, money, like medical abortions, people who've had, you know, miscarriages, um, people who um, have gotten pregnant, but it is in their fallopian tube like the baby is not in their uterus it's in their fallopian tube like but also like this is about to be so much bigger than what they think i don't know i don't know what else we can do do you know what else we can do kirsten i, I just i think i'm at a loss at this point honestly i literally just watched a video i think of this black girl who i think is in law school right now and she was reading the final paragraph of of the i guess the decision and she said in layman's terms what they said was as a supreme court they are removing themselves from the narrative of be the end-all, be-all decision on whether, you know, someone can get an abortion. And then what they're saying is they're returning, they said verbatim, they're returning that power back to the people and their elected officials. So she was like, what that means is it's going to be, like, it sucks right now, but at the end of the day, like, what that entails is it's going to be a lot more than just like voting and walking away. It means that we're going to have to actively put people in office that have our best interests at this point because they're going to be the ones that are going to say whether or not they're going to prosecute women for getting abortions. Welcome back to Infuse Moods. I am your main host, Imani, and I'm so happy that you decided to join me today um, for another round of fabulous conversation. So before we get into that, I have to keep with the traditional opener, of course, and let you know what I am drinking on today. All right. We're about our skincare goals. I'm really trying to take in as much water as I possibly can. So I have mixed about three flavors of crystal light together, you know, like a quarter of each pack. And I think it's the peach mango green tea, the lemon iced tea. And I wanna say I might have pink lemonade in there, but don't quote me, basically, try this out for yourself and just mix different flavors together in crystal light um if you like it just so your water can have a different flavor and you don't get tired of just drinking water every day um and let me know what you think in crystal light if you're listening get at me we may have something on our hands i don't know but we can talk about it <laughs> and i'm going to infuse that mystery drink with three songs First is Mind Your Business by Lakia. Second is First Quarter by Denzel Curry. And third is N95 by Kendrick Lamar. And the reason I chose these three songs is because I feel that they fit the mood or our topic, which will be on Roe v. Wade very, very well. And I think it captures the sentiments of a lot of 
a lot of people who were shocked yesterday um, when the ruling came down from the Supreme Court and we're gonna dive into that. So again, those three songs, that's hitting my mood. Let's dive in. Back in May, there was an initial draft leak of the Supreme Court decision to strike down Roe v. Wade. Many were outraged at that time and began protests to try and stop this. And unfortunately, we learned yesterday that was not enough. Roe v. Wade has been in existence for 50 years, but Justice Samuel Alito felt that the 1973 ruling had exceptionally weak arguments and was an abuse of authority. So the Supreme Court has turned the abortion rights back over to the states in their ruling in Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization. What does this mean? The Supreme Court has effectively overturned the precedent set in Roe v. Wade, which means that states will now decide abortion legality. What states are impacted? 13 states have trigger laws in place that were crafted to go in effect with the fall of Roe, and that already has happened. Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. There are 16 states and DC which still have protection for your abortion rights. That's California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. What kind of bans could be implemented now that Roe is overturned? I got this information from So Informed, and I'm usually kind of skeptical about taking information from social media, but I try to look for accounts that are credible and that have credible sources and that are actually trying to educate instead of harm. These are the following bans that are now in play. Pre-Roe bans, abortion bans that were passed before Roe was decided in 1973. Trigger bans, as we just discussed, the abortion bans created to go into effect upon Roe being overturned. Pre-viability gestational bans, laws that prohibit slash ban abortion before a fetus is viable. Method bans, laws that ban specific methods of abortion and reason bans, laws that ban abortion if sought for a specific reason. A thing of note, self-managed bans are also up on the table. That's the criminalization of self-managed abortion. So informed also let us know who will be most impacted by Roe being overturned. That's people of color, those with low incomes, the disabled community, the LGBTQ community, immigrant communities, young people, and other marginalized individuals in communities across the country will be most impacted by Roe being overturned. More than half of the states in the U.S. have restricted access to abortion as it is. Overturning Roe will create a reality in which even more restrictions and outright bans are implemented. More than half of the nation's black population lives in the South, where abortion access is already heavily restricted as it is. Both Hispanic and indigenous populations also hold a significant presence in restricted states. With Roe being overturned, pregnant people in states that outlaw abortion completely will be forced to travel further than they already have to with any existing restrictions just to access care. Given that many low-income families don't have the means to travel, this creates even more of a barrier to care. Now, the court's decision to overturn Roe marks the first time in the history of the U.S. that the court has taken away a constitutional right. Eliminating the right to abortion now puts other rights protected by the 14th Amendment at risk. That's a lot. That's a lot to take in. That's a lot for everyone to have taken in. And yesterday, I 
open the floor. I said, hey, if you need the space, if you need the time and you want to talk about this, let's talk about it. And I had a lot of conversations with people, um, asked them if they would like their views shared. Um, a lot felt that it was just enough just talking with me and that's more than fine. I'm pretty sure there will be more people having conversations outside of this. Some people right now do not know what to say and that is okay. And some people are fine with yesterday's ruling and that is okay. We are all entitled to our opinion. We are entitled to our beliefs, but I feel very strongly about this because we have to fight for those who do not have a voice and we have to be on the side of human rights and i don't feel like this is going to help anyone or be on the right side of history um it impacts too many communities and it impacts too many people that i know and it probably impacts way too many people that you know listener or people around you know um and i feel right now more than ever we need to provide the sense of community and know that this is going to be an everyday fight an everyday battle to just get things back on track so that we are protecting human rights i know we are tired especially those who are in my age range because it feels it feels honestly it feels unfair and i think that's why i was very upset when a lot of this was coming down yesterday because it feels like we're going backwards like almost like we traveled through time in the history books and it's just a lot to be dealing with in my 20s it's a lot to have to witness in my 20s and coming off the heels of a pandemic that really isn't over it feels very daunting and bleak but i'm optimistic I'm optimistic on what's to come. I'm optimistic with I'm optimistic that there is a change happening and that we will be on the right side of history, that we can help those around us and build our communities up and pour the love and support back into our communities and in ourselves because we do have to remember we need to take breaks too too much is happening in the media too much is happening on social media and it's okay to just step back and turn your phone off to not look at the news to not go on the internet to not be a part of the hate that's being expressed online you can check out from it and then revisit at a time when you feel like you can stomach it or that you're strong enough to just look at it um because I think for me, and when I started looking into the statistics, it became very dark as I saw that this issue is, is essentially just banning safe abortions and safe practices for reproductive systems. And of the states that have banned abortion, it impacts 19.4 million women. That's just women. We're not even getting into the numbers of people who have reproductive systems, people who are able to become pregnant because it's not just the standard gender of female. And the assumptions that we have been making either, you know, in haste or, you know, just the fact that we're still educating ourselves because I'm still learning, I'm still educating myself. 
they're just assumptions that we just need to stop because they're harmful and that one of the only the female gender can get pregnant is one of them also another assumption is that all people want kids that is not true and now we are forcing people who end up pregnant to give birth and that's not what they wanted we're taking away their choice another assumption is that being on contraceptives is foolproof condoms 99% effective um birth control depends on what form you're on uh but it's supposed to have 99% effectivity that's not the case IUDs other methods all these things you could be practicing the best sex practices for safe sex and you could still end up pregnant um another assumption sex only happens for married couples hate to break it to you but that's that's not the case um and another is that abortions are only for people who don't want a child again that is not the case abortions can come up in a whole host of situations but again i feel like we don't have the right to tell someone when and where they can get an abortion under what circumstances they should get an abortion but just in case you were curious for all the other reasons such as medical abortions that people would need an abortion there's ectopic pregnancies there's if you have a miscarriage sometimes you have to do the abortion process so that the miscarriage can safely pass and that the person carrying or who was carrying can be healthy after the fact um if you have a ruptured uterus um if the fetus is not viable, such as like, you know, if bringing the child to term will actually be doing more harm than good, an abortion is needed. All of these situations come up and the fact that we aren't thinking of that either bothers me. But again, we should not be determining whether a person's abortion is right or wrong. It is their choice. So let me drop some statistics because there are other reproductive rights that are now in question. You know, Plan B, IVF, no one thinks about that. Condoms, birth control, just even your basic civil rights. 98% of people who can be on birth control use birth control to regulate their cycles or prevent pregnancy. There are people who are able to have a cycle who are not able to go to work every time their cycle comes up on the calendar because it literally takes them out. It's so crippling that they are not able to function. And the only way they can manage it is with birth control and hormonal you know, regulation. To take that away from people takes people out of the workforce, takes people out of having the ability to provide for themselves every month, every month. Some people choose to use IUDs and other contraceptives to avoid pregnancy. Many people who are able to become pregnant but have difficulty seek IVF. Infertility actually impacts about 19% of people every year. And 1-2% to 2 of all US births have come from IVF. IVF has been so revolutionary for people who have wanted children to have children that to then take that away from their in a sense quick access in the states it's, it's just wrong because now someone who does want a child doesn't even have an option now let's get into 
the mortality rates, the just how dangerous pregnancy is when it, it's planned or not. In 2020, 861 women were identified as having died of maternal causes in the United States, compared with 754 in 2019. The maternal mortality rate for 2020 was 23.8 deaths per 100,000 live births, compared with a rate of 20.1 in 2019. Now, the CDC reported that the black community and other people of color communities are facing this at sometimes three times a higher rate than of the white communities. The estimated national maternal mortality rate in the United States for black women is about 43 per 100,000 live births compared to the average of 17 per 100,000 live births. Then for other minority people of color, it is 20.1. When you look at those statistics on a lot of what has just come to play, the numbers do not support the decision that was made yesterday and it just it gives a bleak bleak outlook so i wanted to come here today to address it make people aware that this is what's going on in our communities and i will link resources in the description for those who may need it and all i can say is after all the conversations I had yesterday, listening to different viewpoints, listening to people's concerns, and yes, a lot of people gave me clearance to use, you know, their commentary on here, but I think that was better for the conversation between us yesterday, between all of us. And it just made me realize we're not doing enough. We're not doing enough and we have the power. I know a lot of people are upset with voting right now. They don't want to vote, but that is the worst thing you can do. The things that you can do right now to take action is to educate yourself on policy, educate yourself on who's running in your districts, move to districts where they do not have enough representation because voter suppression is at an all-time high. Vote, get out there and vote every election every runoff do not blow it off because people have to get to these positions and if you want someone to advocate for you and be on your side for matters that you're passionate about you need to vote for those officials you need to make sure that they are doing everything in their power to support you to advocate for you and i learned a lot of things in this process i learned things that i wish we were taught in school but unfortunately we weren't. But again, you have to take it upon yourself to educate yourself, to read, to know the facts, to not just get your information from, you know, one source or like I said earlier, social media, because a lot of times there's an agenda for social media posts such as, you know, virality or something else. And it's not really trying to give the facts. It's a lot of misinformation. So again, know this stuff for yourself. And at the end of the day, no matter your affiliation, no matter your religion, no matter your orientation, you have to see that this is about human rights. This is about everyone you know. And I, I can't plead more outside of that than, than than what I have and I guess ultimately all I can say is that there is hope there are people working this is not the end of this please do not just fall in and just 
a mental state of despair and feel like nothing can be done because there's still plenty to be done. Again, this is going to be a long, long fight for advocacy. Fight for those who don't have the voice. Fight for the all the marginalized communities. And yeah, I'm just sad that we have to be here uh, bringing it back up again. <sighs> but I'm here. So if you need space, if you have to continue these conversations, um, please do so. Talk with your friends. Check on everyone. Check on yourself. And I hope to return under better circumstances. I decided to push out my content because I felt like this needed to be spoken on. And I don't even know if I'm doing it justice because, again, it just, it's like, what can you say? And so this is probably an all overcast. This is a raw cast. And that's okay. Sometimes we have to do that and be transparent. So I'm going to sign off now. Again, hope to meet back on better terms, but please take care of yourself, take care of your communities, pour that love and educate yourself, please. Our future generations are depending on it, we're depending on it, and I'm just hoping we're all making the right choices. Until next time.